The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op. Welcome back to the Virtual Sus Podcast. I'm your host, Jules Houston. And today, there's no Damien. Uh, first time that we've actually missed an episode that was scheduled. Uh, he's getting a yellow jacket tattoo, which should be pretty nice. Um, unfortunately, he's not dedicated to the grind. He doesn't love what we do here. He thinks it's secondary. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you guys our new host. We've been building up for the last two months, the debut of the Mani Ma. 5'8 guard out of Kentucky, <laughs> <laughs> number one, the man, the money man, Crittenden. What's up, yes, man? Sir, How you man. doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. Uh, it's good to have you. We've been building up for a while now. Um, a lot of people don't know that we originally, like, we're talking about doing a podcast for months now. Yep. And it's probably going to be more sports-oriented because, like, that's all we talk about um, half the time and then, like, other half is, like, 2K. But um, just give everybody an introduction to you, uh, what you do and whatnot. Um, you know, I hate to take Dane's spotlight, but you know, <laughs> he not going to be here. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll, you know he'll I mean, I'm going to step up. But, um, you know, Damon, um, you know, just finished college, content creator, you know, doing my own little thing. But, you know, why not join a podcast with the people? We, I ain't going to lie. Every conversation we have is basically podcast talk. Not so why not join a podcast with, with, with my people's? You know, every every week, speak on TV shows, movies, anything really. So you know, I'm I'm glad to be here. I wanted to be a part of this. Uh, I've been here behind the scenes, little you know. You know, I've been popping up here and there on uh, on TikTok or whatever. So you know, I'm just glad to be here for real. Yeah, everything that you see on the social media side is uh, that's all demand. So um, for him, not to put your business out there, but he is uh, two, three time hundred thousand like <laughs> videos yeah. on tiktok i mean what's your most infamous moment i guess you would say or more like the mo- the moment you felt like this is what i could do for however long honestly it's the weight bench video the if, weight. Y'all, if y'all went to my if y'all go to my page um my 23 i made a video where i was trying to lift and i wasn't even going to record it i was just recording you know trying to make progress whatever and my bench was so cheap the bar part of of it fell off so i couldn't put the bar back up so i had to literally roll the bar down and it was just it was a crazy moment and it blew up and i'm at school every two minutes checking my videos views going up so that that's when i was like that's when my my mindset kind of shifted i'm like okay you know i got my first viral video let me keep going so and then you know i I video i play video games so i started streaming on top of that and really that's yeah that was a start basically right start yeah, it was really nice to uh, see you actually, like, really take off with that because, like, you're one of the funny people I know. So, like, you streaming and whatnot, compared to streaming, how different does this feel, like, uh, from a script to a reaction base? Because, like, you are very animated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are really, uh, you know, you're in your own space, you know. So how different is that? I say, well, when I stream, I usually follow a script. Mm-hmm. Now that that changed based off the how the chat reacting, mm-hmm. how the game going, stuff like that. So you know, I might go in there like, okay, I'm gonna stream for an hour or two. I'm gonna do this and this and that, and then I end up streaming for four hours, mm-hmm. doing this and that. So you know, like I said, this is like nothing new. Like we yeah. we always talk about movies, everything podcast mm-hmm. related. So 
I don't think it's gonna be that much of an adjustment. But yeah, compared to streaming, you know, streaming, you know, you live animated with a chat, mm-hmm. and you know, here we just, just kicking back, chilling. So speaking of streaming, a uh, new game just dropped illegally for you. You're, you're not from Australia, so I don't know how you playing the <laughs> game twelve hours early. But um, so far, you know. 2K and Madden just dropped a month ago. Um, so with that, what are your goals for this, you know, cycle of gaming? So I think last year I realized my potential with streaming. I mm-hmm. didn't really take it serious at the start uh, as much as I wanted to. I think this year, you know, just streaming as much as I can. Um, I'm out of school now, so I have more time. But, yeah, just streaming more, you know, we, we've had so many funny moments in a party. Dude, I don't I'm got recorded. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, ah, I'm not streaming. I'm not recording. Like, what's the point? So it's like, if I'm going to game, I'm going to take this serious. Mm-hmm. I might as well stream and, and, and post content out. So, and plus, it'd it be funny. You know, it'd be Dude, hilarious I can't moments, even, I can't man. recall, like, every single moment. <laughs> but, like, no matter what, every time I think about us playing 2K, is like, I immediately go to, uh, what's his name? Um. Bambino? Bambino. Oh, my god. <laughs> when we played with Bambino, and Damien was there. It was just us three, and then this dude comes in, and just the worst <laughs> player we ever seen Terrible. in gaming history. I think he made, like, two shots in three games. And <laughs> he trying to hype us up. He's like, yo, play defense. His man got 30 on He got two. I'm just like, yo, I don't even know what dude talking about. I don't know what he play on. And we asked him all these questions, and I think the funniest moment went <laughs> – he had a turnover, and you, all you heard was the crowd like cheering. <laughs> he he like, yeah. surround sound. I'm like, yo, See, calm I got the, down. I got this surround system on. I'm like, you <laughs> so I got this 70 inch. I'm like, yeah, that that, that TV a little too big for I'm you like, playing the yo. game. I think I think I turned the ball over. Yeah. The crowd cheering. I'm like, yo, the crowd got crazy. That's how I knew he was on the road. I'm like, Come on, oh man. my lord! That was that was literally one of the funniest moments that we ever had in the game. I, there's no other night that even comes close to that. Yeah, but word. to get into the script, you know, um, not a lot of people know you from the podcast side of things. Um, you're real outspoken. So to start us off, what's your favorite movie and why? I favorite movie? <sighs> this, I feel like this this answer changed up so many times because mm-hmm. like I'm a Star Wars Marvel fan. So, you know, I want to say Avengers. Boy, right? I ain't going to go. Not, not, not now. You know what I mean? Back in the day. You know, now they kind of drop off. You know, but, mm, you know, I think Revenge of the Sith is up there for me. I think I think the experience I had from Avengers Endgame in theater was just amazing. Yeah, even, though I was, that, bro. even though I was sick, I'm sitting here in the dark. <laughs> I'm like this the whole time. Like, yo, please. That's a three-hour three hour movie. movie three-hour <laughs> movie. Stomach hurt. Yeah, you probably headache. got the chills and shit. I'm like, man. Oh, but God. Yeah, I'd probably say those are my two favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. Um. So, favorite actor. I mean... From the Marvel side, I feel like we don't get many like jaw dropping and amazing actor acting performances where we just like everything's just like oh my god like this guy's putting on a clinic out there. But if you had to name like just one favorite actor who or actress, I'd say who would you pick? I would say Michael B. Jordan, but it wasn't because of a Marvel movie. It was because of I think he dropped it was a it was, he didn't drop it, but it was a Tom Clancy movie last year. I think. Oh, Extraction. I know what you're talking about. Um, I think it was called Extraction. I think. No, 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 no. I forgot what it's called. But I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought Amazon mm-hmm. for sure. And mm-hmm. 
I know his wife got uh, killed in the beginning, and it was basically like a mercenary movie where he just like going through everything. And I like him in that role, and I thought that like he's a really good good guy, you know, really good guy to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, as good as he was as Killmonger, uh, one of his best movies for me is Fruitvale Station, and that's when I really recognize. I'm like, this guy's a great good guy, yeah. <laughs> a great guy that like, all right, he could, he suffered from you know uh, being broke, basically being poor, and going through the motions and then end up the heartbreak ending was when he got killed by the police which is based on a true story um one of his best action performance um but michael b jordan i mean he's like huge now compared to yeah when he when, <laughs> when, he was. when you said when uh when tom the tom clancy movie dropped and i remember um when it came out like at first i didn't like it but the action was unreal, yeah. man. It was it was a little unbelievable. Yo, so I'm like, you trying to catch me my imagination? I'm like, yo, just put the S on your chest with the cape at that rate. Remember, it was remember, it was rumors about that too. He's about to be Superman. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you might as well be Superman at this point. He's doing everything. Yo, he was. Remember, he's like going down the stairs. He had like he had like he was like covering his chest, and he's like just pop people like going down the stairs. I'm like, dude, this dude don't die. I don't know who's gonna die. That's what I'm saying. Like he was wilding in that movie. Um, so on the other side of the spectrum, I feel like you're more outspoken about the movies that you hate more than the movies that you love. So if you had to pick your least favorite movie, which, I mean, I'm sure the list goes on. Least favorite movie. All right. So I will say this. I got a funny story about a certain Marvel movie. I'm going to let y'all guess what the Marvel movie is. So <laughs> it's hard my because first, like 10 first, My first semester of college, all right, finals, I'm stressing. I'm like, yo, I didn't put in all this work. Just to fail these finals. So I said, you know, I'm going to sleep at like 8, 9 o'clock. So I'm on Disney+. Plus. I go watch a Star Wars movie. I'm like, all right, I'm about to go to sleep. Let me put on a Marvel movie. A Marvel movie I haven't watched yet. I go put on Captain Marvel. I'm sleep. <laughs> I'm sleeping 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, you know what? I got some here. So for that whole week, Captain Marvel was on. I think the farthest I got. I can't even tell you the farthest I got. I ain't even going to. Yeah. I think Nick Fury first scene. That's Probably. the farthest I got. Probably. That movie, that movie is not good at all. Uh, I mean, I watched it in theaters, so, like, I don't know how I made it through. Probably because I actually paid to watch it. I was like, yeah, actually, that's... I had no choice but to lock in. Um, but that movie is just, um, it was. I think that was, like, basically the start of the MCU downfall, really, when they try to introduce characters that we don't know or care about, I should say, at the mm-hmm. moment. And then if their first impression is bad, then... Everything else that they do is bad. Like, yep. even though Brie Larson is not like a bad actor, she's not bad in much anything. People thought her performance in Captain Marvel was unforget unforgettable in the worst ways, and then mm-hmm. now you got her basically being they want to recast her every time she's on the screen. And uh, ironically, she the Marvels is coming out soon, so uh, hopefully she can redeem that performance. I mean, more more of that is script. Mm-hmm. than it's her, but yep. some of those stuff in that is just a little bit too yeah, much just... of a. It's not everything they went away from everything that they actually did do with the first uh, three phases at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, least favorite actor, if you had to pick one. Least favorite actor. Mm. I don't think or I have a movie like or least... even a movie where like the one uh, a actor was just like you. Well, he wasn't hitting for you. I really, uh, I gotta think. I will say. Uh, see. I watched so many Star Wars movies. I would say Attack of the Clones, Anakin. I know you don't know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, but he was so <laughs> annoying. And he made up for it in the third movie. But I'm like, bro, like he trying to, bro. He was in love with this girl, and he doing the dumbest, bro. When I tell you saying the dumbest stuff, doing the dumbest stuff, I'm like, bro, 
this is like annoying. Like act like you've been there before, kind of. Yes, bro. I'm like, oh my goodness, he. But he made a four and a third movie, so I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him slide. Another actor. Let me see. I don't. A lot of acting just. See, I'm one of those that like I nitpick. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's funny. That's funny because uh, it's a viral clip going around. Like, I want to say more like last week. It was Anthony Mackie. He's playing Tupac in a movie. He was like, I'm Tupac, motherfucker. And everybody's looking like, you look like you too happy. <laughs> like, bro, act like you been, act like you played a role before. And they look like you act like this is your first role. You don't know you've never been around. And yeah. he like he was too happy to play Tupac. He didn't even look like Tupac. So that's a funny thing. Yeah, that's. But yeah, what so. I was gonna say about like Blue Beetle that just dropped the the love character, you know her acting wasn't bad, but with a scene that got I me, mean, I think I texted you right after it. You're getting shot at, and you get into somebody's car like you don't tell them, you just instantly get into their car. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> she was she was making me mad with that whole movie. But you talking about when the first scene with uh, Omac when after he caught his fist, I think they were in the street. Yeah, they was in the street, truck, and, he, right? and, and he was finna, he was driving to go find mm-hmm. her, and she running. I'm like, what is she running from? Oh, they, oh, yeah, they pulling up. They, they pulling, pulling up, up, shooting. I'm like, yo, you just going to get in my man's car and not say nothing? I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, tell him you're in danger. <laughs> no, nah, that's funny. I, I didn't mind her as a love interest, though. Um, her acting wasn't bad either, but it was, like you said, like, when you nitpick so much, like, especially like we, we do, like, mm-hmm. it makes me realize how, I guess, critical we can be of these actors when it's like, I mean, it is script, mainly. It's script, yeah. But you could pull, you could pull some stuff from... Um, actors more than just a script because even if you if the movie is good and one actor is bad it can make you look at the movie completely different because that actor has like what 30 45 minutes of screen time yep. and he's just killing every every time they open their mouth he's just like what are, what are you talking yeah, about like what are you doing mad. like this, the script can't be that can't bad be like i know you reading mm. the script and i know you going with the script you're trying to use like your emotions maybe it's your, outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe sometimes we can't be too critical you know yeah, but yeah. um to to I guess like backdoor off that I know a lot of people, a lot a lot of people love Doctor Strange Multiverse of the Madness, but every single time America Chavez opened her mouth, son, <laughs> I'm over here like yeah, I ain't even gonna lie to you, like if y'all building around her, I'm out, I'm done, I can't do it, I can't do it, son. Bro. I'm like I've seen good kid actors before, that I like mm. all due respect. Like I think that's strictly acting. I don't think that was script. I think that was strictly on her. Mm-hmm. And like, hopefully she can get better. But man, I was, I was, and I'm like, yo, I need this girl. Yeah, that, that. It was like it was the moment where she was, I guess, like trying to be like uh, righteous. I guess in the sense of like, oh, we could save Wanda or whatever. And she talking about, well, I don't know if I could do it. I'm like, then why are you spending why the you, ideas? Yeah, then? Like, like, follow, follow, follow <laughs> Doctor Strange. He's been here before. He, exactly. he, he fought in the biggest battles. You, you know what I'm saying? You just got here. Mm-hmm. She talking about all these ideas, but she don't know how to do. It. I'm just like, what are you talking about, then? Like, this, this, this not this battle not your. Yeah, movie. it's not, it's not like, your battle. Chill, it's like, not even your movie. It's so, not. Like, back up a little bit. Chill. Um. So to get into the sleeping part, you said you slept during uh, Captain Marvel, and to backdoor off that. We got a would you rather edition. Don't fall asleep. So if you if you think you're gonna fall asleep, I want you to write on that board the odds one to ten. It, how likely you are to fall asleep during the movies, I say. Alright. So we started off and I know we liked this movie. We liked the movie in theaters. We liked it for what it was, but second watch, I think we both agreed on it. The Batman. The odds of you watching it at home right now and you get home. Like right now. The odds of you staying up. 
I have to be standing up. So ten to be based on how good you slept so last ten, night. So ten to be, I'm, I'm no, you, slumped. You, you out of there. <laughs> like first ten minutes, you done. <laughs> Yo, nine point nine is 9.9. You got a point one percent chance <laughs> that you gonna make it past the I'm first like, the I, first act. That first that first act, I. But after that, whoo. Yeah, I think hard um, hard second watch. I think, I mean, it's long, but it's not a bad long. It's just more like a, you know it's long. Like, you know mm-hmm. that you got ways to go before you get to the end. Yep. And there's so many um, pieces of the riddle because the riddler's obviously in it. And um, he's just like, yo, like, like he's breaking down every single riddle for about 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is and not, it's not good to break down every single riddle for this long. That's what I'm saying. And even when he was breaking it down, he was getting it, but wasn't getting it quick enough because the other riddle would be out and the other thing would already happen. So, like, the, the effect was that, all right, all right. So, I think the first one was kind of like something along the line with the USB drive. Mm-hmm. And he, he figured it out. By that point, it's already, the other riddle is already, gone, being, it's already, it's already being set up. Like, yeah. you figure it out too long, and he's talking about being a rat and whatnot. And he's figuring out that part, but you way away from the next riddle. And he already, he messed up way too much. Um, yeah. It's, it's dark. Like, all his scenes is dark. You watching it. It's like, bro, like, first time, you know, you engage. You know, mm-hmm. you, you looking in. Second time, like, bro, it's another night nice scene. Something going on, I guess. Yeah, it ain't going to be no daylight. He <laughs> was barely Bruce Wayne when he was Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, about 10, 15 minutes. In his basement. <laughs> like, it's very dark. So, it basically have your TV off at that point. Exactly. Like, it's too. He was Bruce Wayne for about 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, I know you real critical. So I'll just put it all in, all together. The Harry Potter series. The odds of you watching, I guess, one movie a month, and they, they give you twelve months <laughs> to watch these movies. <laughs> you know what? I'm well, well, he's right in that. I gotta say, I have not made it through any of those. Movies. I can't. I try. They so are. I'm sorry. They're just. I just don't get why people like them. I'm Dude, sorry. It's uh, like a guilty pleasure. I feel like. I feel I'm gonna like say eight. All right, maybe it's something deep into the movie that people like. I don't know, but I got to get there first. I can't get there first. I gotta, <laughs> take too I gotta, long to get there. Yeah, it's, it's taking too long. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, whew. Yeah, I never, I never really, like, I feel like I never, like, focused, like, to enough to, like, love Harry Potter because mm-hmm. I remember being on, like, a school field trip. I think, I think it was a DC trip. I don't know, um. I don't know if it was like I think it was a choice between that and I think the movie Thunderstruck I think it was with KD. I'm like, oh, that's why Thunderstruck. Everybody like Harry Potter. I'm like, it's, it's, it's 2000, what 12, 13. KD that's the biggest peak, star. Yeah, I'm here like, yeah, this gonna be the best week. First off, Thunderstruck wasn't even all that good to back door that. But Harry Potter, like, I'm like, watch Harry Potter. I'm in. Oh, <laughs> I wake up we we in DC. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's not much. I'm like, yo, huh? like, where we, they, oh, nah, we in DC, bro. Like, I slept the whole ride, son. Like, that was the it's best just, sleep I got was on that ride, bro. Just feel so dry. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like, I like the two Percy Jackson movies better than every Harry Potter movie I tried to watch. We ain't gonna get into that because I know how you get uh, about yeah, Percy Jackson. We, we know how. We, I ain't Devon gonna get into Jackson, that. I guess. So. And we, we ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> but just know, I, I think the books and the movies is better to be honest. No, I don't blame you. Um, so last but not least, a more recent movie, The Flash. Now, I see this is on HBO Max now. I ain't gonna tell you how hard I pressed that button to get over that movie. Like, it'd be there, and I just, pre- I don't even want to read the description. I don't want to, I don't want to see Ezra Miller on my screen. I, I can't do it, bro. 
I'm gonna say ten because I actually fell asleep watching the movie the first time. <laughs> I know that, you did. That third act, I was gone. I would not lie. I woke up and I seen Batman. I'm like, I thought the Batman was dead, and then I seen um, Superman villain. I forgot his name. Oh, General Zod. Yeah, Zod. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? So I woke up already trying to and it two. It was too much going on. It was another girl Superman. I woke up. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I just was there for the ride at that point. It was yeah. too I, much going on. I remember uh, watching the movie, um, and like the whole time, I, I don't, I don't like the movie. Like I just know I don't. And Damien's to my left. He just making like he just doing little. He's like, <sighs> I'm like. <laughs> like that, like you say it. He's do, I'm like, yo, what's, I'm like, and then like the post credit scene with, uh, I don't even the post credit. It's like the ending, I think. Even it was a uh, Aquaman. Not even, not even that one, because that was post credit. It was a George Clooney ending. Uh-huh. When George Clooney, he's like, I'm getting the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was, he's like, I was at, I was with my son, and it was like, what is they? Everybody said this was gonna be great. Bro, like I went in it. because people were saying, "Oh, it's good," and and, and and I'm like, "This, there was, it was so much wrong in that movie, and it Dude. like, and the oh my Lord. the CGI is just bad." Bro, it's like, like even it's even just, the beginning. Remember when that like, baby scene? Yeah, that's what I said the baby like, scene. Dude. Did you guys have to do the like the fake babies in middle school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember like the dolls you had to carry around oh for a day? God. They looked like them. I'm like, why is he saving <laughs> the middle school dolls <laughs> that you have to like? And they look like middle school dolls. They like were that, bad. Too. Like everything is just bad in that movie. Chris mm-hmm. was making like comments the whole freaking time. Like, I'm shut <laughs> up. We're gonna get like, shut up. I agree with you, but shut dude, up, dude. It was funny because um, like I said, Damon's making all these little comments, and like we, I, I get home I'm like, yo, man, uh, how you feel about that movie? I asked him because he, he was heated. I'm just like, let me, ha- let me, let me blow some steam. He's like, man, I hate it. Because <laughs> he kind of compared it to the Flash Paradox. I don't know if you watched those Flash Paradox. It's like an animated DC one. I want to say it came out in 2017. I want to say. But um, it's basically like like what happened if like everything changed. So I, I started it a little bit. And um, the Batman is not Bruce Wayne. It's Tom Wayne. Thomas Wayne. His dad. And uh, uh, Bruce Wayne actually got killed. So he's kind of more brutal. He's more ready to kill and stuff like that. So, like, that would have been a good uh, difference to have, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think they even had, um, like, Cyborg was really, really important in that. Like, he was, like, the main guy trying to fix everything, like, with the Flash. And the Flash is going through um, all these emotions because trying to get people to realize that, like, yo, I'm the Flash. He doesn't exist in their world, but he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to get his powers in that world. So yeah. there's a lot going on in that movie. And I'm like, if they did it like this, maybe it would have been way better. But the animated version is just like 10 Yeah, I'd re- we went and watched that after. Yeah, We were like, let's, let's go rewatch that. It's a whole different movie. Because that is significantly better. <laughs> a whole different movie. And, and, it, and again, like, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And even, like, who the bad guy is. Because the bad guy in The Flash is just bad, like. That it was him all like in the and and it was funny because everybody's all worried about Ezra Miller because of what happened with him and everything mm-hmm. and he wasn't the worst thing in the movie everything else was bad like it yeah. was just not mm-hmm. well thought out and mm-hmm. then like imagine you're ten years old and you love Batman and Batman gets killed twice like he gets <laughs> killed twice in that movie and those Yo, stupid cameos saying. at the end were just mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. they didn't make any sense mm-hmm. like I I mean I'm a I grew up watching Christopher Reeve Superman mm-hmm. and I'm like no. And yeah. why is Supergirl why did they put in, him in here? There? That's a terrible movie when it came out, Supergirl, like the Helen mm-hmm. Slater, whatever her name is. Like that movie, like why are you even cameoing someone from a movie that no one should ever have to watch ever again? Mm-hmm. Like it, just, yeah. it was just bad. Yeah, they I, had a I, lot I didn't of, get it. I just don't know what they were doing. A lot of mistakes in terms of like, I remember, uh, I think I was telling you, I was like, like 
for us growing up, like the people are gonna watch that movie. The odds of them knowing George Clooney as Batman compared to Christian Bale as Batman mm-hmm. is night and day. It's probably like 80, 80 20. Yeah. Like, like I know you probably gonna get Christian Bale, but like if you're not gonna get Christian Bale, you probably shouldn't do George Clooney. Like George Clooney probably did it because I don't, I don't remember the last thing George Clooney was even casted in. To be honest with you, did they say that they shot like multiple versions of that? Uh, the rumor was that, that they had shot scene? multiple versions of that, and one of them was Michael Keaton. They never did get Christian Bale. Yeah, but then another one is just George, um, George Clooney, or no, uh, the, the one from that universe, um, oh, the Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, Ben Affleck. Like there was, you know, there was that. There's even mm-hmm. one joke. Supposedly they tried to get Tom Cruise to be in one because there was supposed to be a thing where Tom Cruise was gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah. a Batman mm-hmm. at some point. They were gonna have some fun with it. But instead, they went with the George Clooney thing, and it was like, well, okay, we're obviously mm-hmm. just trying to say that that timeline is dead because mm-hmm. we're not doing anything else than that. I don't know. If yeah. we're, I, I'm glad it's over. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we still got Super Aquaman. That was a tough watch, man. I, I really <laughs> I really tried to give it a chance, too, mm-hmm. but I'm falling asleep like in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm waking up and seeing Supergirl and all types of stuff. It wasn't even a long movie, either. It, wasn't. <laughs> it was like two hours, maybe. It was a little bit over two hours. It wasn't. And then I go to the theaters with Nakai. Nakai don't, he, he, oh, it's all right. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, man. I'm never watching that movie again. But. <laughs> yeah, you probably was like, it's all right. And then you probably mm-hmm. think about it like, ah. Mm-hmm. Like, the best thing about the movie is, like, Nicolas Cage is like Superman because that was a rumor. And, like, that's a good cameo because people know Nicolas Cage. You grew up on Nicolas Cage. George Clooney is a whole different, like, era, like, of movies. I and that's literally the worst Batman movie of them all. That's what I'm saying. Nobody liked George Clooney's Batman either. So it was like a whole thing. It was like adding to the bad, really. So that's that. Uh, so the odds you fall in a sleep in those movies are extremely high. But to get into another thing, we did more a little bit of an AFC East preview. Um to tell the people at home that you're a Patriots fan is a little bit is a little bit like I feel like misleading because you their big you gotta be their biggest critic. So to add to the conversation, we talked about the Bills, we talked about the the Dolphins, talked about the Jets. Yeah, the TikTok came out yesterday. For the Patriots, I mean What's going on, man? Because you could lead that, you could lead that ten right on that paper, and I'll believe you said that. that's how many losses y'all gonna have. If you be, if you, if you really want to at this point. All right, man. Uh, I mean, we, we writing down how many losses we gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen. Something, 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 something just third, not 13. something not clicking compared to the last couple scenes. I mean, I know it was a little bit of a letdown, but. Like if it was any time to make a move, it was this season. That's bro, and I'm saying this every year. A top ten player at their position is is coming to the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Rodgers, even if you don't think Rodgers is top ten, Ramsey, mm-hmm. uh, Diggs one year. Mm-hmm. So all these top guys, and then the Jets is drafting good on top. They got a top ten corner now through the draft, and and, and you know what we get? We get Juju and Ty Montgomery back. That's what we get. So it's it's like you know, it's it's tough because I think as long as Belt Belichick is the G, uh not the GM, not the GM, D-Dam as long as as long, <laughs> as long as he's the coach, we got a chance. But it's I don't know man, it's it's tough. I, I do like our rookie class this year. Um, I don't want to say it's a hot take if I say you know we could make the playoffs and everybody wants their team to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but I do think our rookie class is going is going to shine, definitely. Um, 
we just we gotta win a game at least against everybody in our division. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's gonna be tough. It's, it's gonna be a tough year. We just gonna have to ride it out, man. Hopefully. <laughs> that's, I mean, all, that's all I could do. Just but from from on the bright side of things, um, if you do guys do lose thirteen games, probably a top three pick most likely. Like I feel like that's about the range you'll be in. And from the looks of things, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Shader Sanders, um, even Quinn Ewers, and I want to say Bo Nix all had a great week one. They all played great. So is this the year that you just give up on Mac Jones no matter what? If you get a top three pick, or do you use it to build, make maybe get a cornerstone because? We see what the Texans did. The Texans reinvented the way you could look at the draft completely. And was it smart what the Texans did? Maybe, maybe not. But if you get a quarterback and an edge in the top three, it's like, that's mm-hmm. Madden. Like, that's what we're yeah, we doing Madden. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what we're doing in the NFL. And the fact that they're projected to finish second worst behind only the Cardinals, which don't have their franchise quarterback trading away Isaiah Simmons for, for chips, about to trade Buda Baker for a bigger bag of chips, but it's still going to be chips at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, would you want to be ready to give up on uh, – not Drake, man, I'm sorry. Um, Mac Jones, no matter what, no matter the performance. Well, like, that's the thing. There's so many factors in the football that they can determine, you know, wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones is, like, the biggest factor. Like, we, yeah, obviously he's the quarterback, but mm-hmm. Belichick – Led defense is gonna finish, you know, top five, six, seven, whatever. Mm-hmm. Special teams gonna be good, but it's gonna come down to the O line and the quarterback. And if Mac Jones don't perform, then we're gonna have to go get a quarterback because mm-hmm. Bailey Zap was supposed to be the next. The Zap fever is gone. Dude, they don't find a vaccine for him. <laughs> he didn't got cut. He I miss him already, He's man. done. So, and then we brought in uh Matt Cor- Matt Coral. So you know, quarterback. Obviously, if we get that high of a pick, we're going to have to go for it. But the mm-hmm. thing is, with Belichick as a GM. That's what I'm saying. Like, Duggar's a free been... agent. He might not even pay. We might go draft a safety with the third pick. Mm-hmm. Duggar, he, he don't want to pay Duggar. So, we go. We go t- <laughs> so, you know, it's it's, it's tough. Um, I think, like I said, it, it should be a, a, a little solid season. I, I got us going like, realistically, I got us going like 8 and 9 again. Yeah, but uh, this to what you first said, a lot of things determine wins and losses. Bro, you guys were seven and six at that Raiders game. In field goal position, and Jacoby Myers throws it backwards. And all the time expired. The odds of you potentially even getting a penalty, getting tackled, is very, very high. In a high situation, blood pressure's flowing, adrenaline's just rising through the roof. Everybody's nervous, and you throw it to Chandler Jones, and the season basically over at that point. You're seven and seven after that game. Um, from how you guys started, how you guys are finishing, and this was like almost reminiscent of. The year before, where you guys weren't that good and you just finished strong and everything looked like promising for the next year. To go to that, I mean, you guys lost, obviously, you lost, I should say, because I feel like I didn't want Jacoby Myers to come back, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you really don't bring in anybody to replace Jacoby Myers. You know, he's just, it's just Jacoby Myers. It's like, this is a guy who was soon, what, 120 targets a game? Not mm-hmm. to make it, season. Wide receiver like, one. He's a wide receiver Brady one. Left. And now you got to replace him with Juju. With, we were the worst news about Juju. Mm-hmm. Knee's about to explode. Like, what mm-hmm. are we talking Like, he's he, he not mean. I might be about to explode <laughs> if I go out there and run uh, 50 rounds a game. Mm-hmm. But to um, even say that, like, what is it that you guys could possibly do, I feel like, is, I mean, look at the piece that you lost over the years. I mean, it's just the bad free agent decisions, like dra- like signing two tight ends, um, not going after uh, Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins or e- any any unhappy wide receiver. I mean, there's plenty of unhappy wide receivers realistically. 
Like, it just seems like you guys are going for the positions that, not of need. Like, even the sign of Zeke, that's, Zeke is fine. Zeke's a fine signing. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go for Zeke, you should have went for DeAndre Hopkins. That's what I'm it's saying. It's the same it, thing. And we went we went for Hopkins. I think the thing I is I mean, I should us, say, like, yeah, I wish I would have yeah, closed but that aura for us is gone. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like that Patriots, like, oh, we want to go play for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. That aura is gone. And I like the Zeke pickup because, you know, I don't wish injury on, on nobody. But watching Ramondre Stevenson play every week, I'm like, how is, like, there's no way he played every game that year. Bro, like, I don't he know was how. 39, 39, HB draw. That's what I was saying. I'm, I'm like, like, yo. Like, Ramondre Stevenson looked bad at the end of the year because the dude was literally running out of energy. He was playing 100% <laughs> of snaps every yeah. game. I'm like, bro, there's no way. Like, I'm, I was God blessed that he <laughs> was able to play every game because mm-hmm. he was running. Third and nine, handoff, because you have the most conservative offensive. Mm-hmm. And I don't even blame Matt Patricia, because Matt Patricia's uh, position was like senior consultant, something like that. Yeah. Belichick just threw him an offensive playbook and said, hey, go run offense. So, yeah, offense was, was bad. Um, I think we, we drafted, what, three wide receivers in the last two years. So we, we're trying to improve on that side of the mm-hmm. ball. But, yeah, man, it's just it's, it's going to take some – it's definitely going to take some work. So eight and nine uh, is your final prediction. So mm-hmm. let's say I do finish eight and nine, and you're in the same exact position where you're picking like you know the fourteen to twenty range, and you know most of the good quarterbacks are at the board. Like as much as people are hyping up Shader uh, Sanders, is like he wasn't throwing no dots out there. Nah, he's just like you know open guy here, like here, take, take, like you know take down. Like the the final touchdown was a flat that ended up going up the sideline. Like I mean that's not gonna happen in the NFL every time now. Um, odds y'all taking the quarterback at that point. I mean, because the way I look at it is, let's say y'all, if y'all did tank just one year and y'all went the Dolphins route where y'all got a third pick or in Mac Jones, let's say he plays good to decent and you just trade out of it. It's so many teams that probably want that aura of Drake May because I'll say Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, top two. The people that are going to want Drake May will be insane. There's no reason not to trade out of it if you do trust Matt Jones for at least one more season. Because I think that's his option year. If not, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think his option mm-hmm. year is next year. Yep. Why not save the money? Because <clears throat> I think the option year is the least amount of money across the board. That's why people hate accepting it before they get a deal. And if you have them trading out, then you could potentially pick up maybe uh, 11th overall pick, and then you got somebody's first next year, and then first in the 2027 20, or something like that. Because you see the Raiders, I mean, not the Raiders, I'm sorry. The Raiders did it when they had um, a high pick. But even the Niners, when they did it, they restructured um, their team around the fact that they got Trey Lance. And they don't use Trey Lance. Yeah, so if you get a team that can make a mistake like that, you might be able to reap the benefits in that, that last year that they give you. Like Maybe you're not going to reap the benefits of in 2025, but in 2027 when – Contracts are expiring when the Debo Samuels, the Christian McCaffreys, the Brock Purdy's time to get paid for their third contract and they and they don't want no part of it. That's when you reap the benefits. So, um, would you be more? Incl- I feel like would you be more inclined to just tank this season away, or would you be more inclined to just compete? You know, see what you got in Mac Jones because that this that's the worst place to be. In. Eight and nine might be the worst place yeah, to possibly be in the league. But you add that with the fact that. It says we have the hardest schedule in the NFL. And yes, up there. Have, I think it's the hardest. I think, I think they said, <laughs> so we got to play, you know, we can't beat Tua for some reason. And then Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers in our division. So, you know, 
every year, you know, we go around saying, oh, we're going to beat the Jets twice. You know, we throw a couple wins on there. This year, it's like with how the NFL is getting outside of maybe a few teams, it's like any given Sunday yeah. where these teams is. I don't think our roster is even that bad, especially if our rookies come out there and perform. But it's like we're never going to tank as long as Belichick is the coach. He's 72, I think. Mm-hmm. He's not going to sit there for that. So, um, and I, I think it's, it's like tension between Robert Kraft and Belichick. Because, you know, Robert Kraft going out there saying, oh, we got to make the playoffs. Oh, we got to make the playoffs. I think I think we got a playoff team, mm-hmm. and then we're not making the playoffs. So, something going on. But <clears throat> I think I think our roster isn't, you know, bottom of the barrel. But, you know, it just it comes down to, you know, offensive line play, quarterback play especially. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt Jones has had that good of a year. And, you know, we're not going to tank. So, yeah. it's either Bailey Zapp or Matt comes in, and if Matt plays that bad. But, you know. I definitely think, yeah, eight and eight and nine is a bad spot to be in, but yeah. it's like I don't want to go around saying, "Oh, we just gonna beat all these." Like you know, mm-hmm. Grant is every given Sunday, but it's it's hard to see, you know, the way how conservative, you know, we've played over the years to beat these teams. Yeah. Now, if we get Miami, like it, now you go to our schedule, I think we got the best team in terms of maybe outside of the, the Jets, like. AFC East, like, you know, December football is cold mm-hmm. outside, stuff like that. I think our roster is built more for that. But by the time it's December, we might be yeah, six yeah. and seven, exactly. six and eight. Like, it's, you got to win out. And you got to You got to worry about the fact that the Chargers are probably eight and five. You got to worry mm-hmm. about the, the Ravens by seven and six. <clears throat> and they got the, they got the te- not the Texans, I'm sorry. Let's say the Titans mm-hmm. in week 15. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you got to play the Bills. Like, <laughs> the odds of that is very high. So, um, mm-hmm. Even going off what you said, the quarterback play, Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick, we know what this is stemming from. It's stemming from the t- from the last season of Tom Brady. It's still there. It's going to lure over this team for forever as long as Bill Belichick's there. Because, yep. you know, it all, I mean, it originally started with the decision to go with Tom Brady over Jimmy G, which was, I mean, it's, that's a no-brainer in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of debate. Do you keep Jimmy G or do you let Tom Brady go? And you still, you still got, what, two Super Bowl rings out of that? Out of Tom Brady, after the point that Jimmy G was, I guess out of out of the um, out of the Patriots system, but then you got to cho- now you got you know after that Titans loss, and I remember how bad it was because it seemed like that's how NFL players go out. You know, they don't mm-hmm. go out on their on their shield where they're they they played their best and they they gave. I mean, John Elway is like the last example. I mean, I guess you say Pat Manning, but. Yeah, that don't count. Yeah, that don't count now. But yeah. the way I'm looking at it, like John Elway, like he went out like a champion, like seriously to the to the T, back to back. I think even. So when you're looking at Brady, the way he went out on the Patriots, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's gonna retire," and I'm like, "Odds yeah. of Tom Brady retiring on a loss yeah, is hard to believe, that. especially when you can consider that he put up MVP numbers." And it was not his fault, realistically. That I mean, a lot of things were going just haywire, like, on the other mm-hmm. side of the ball. Like, Derek Henry, I think, ran for 200 that day. Yep. So, even when you look at all that tension, it's like, man, like, the odds of the Patriots looking different. Like, even just next year, it's like, he might be a whole different coach, might mm-hmm. be a whole different system in place. And the Patriot way is, like, slowly dying. Like you said, that aura is gone. Yeah, like, aura is gone. It's crazy to think about. Like, it looked, what, three years ago? Three years ago. And it's crazy <laughs> that 2019, that, that last year of Brady, our defense started off insane. Like we Dude, was, we was going was like, crazy. I think I was lying along like thirteen points per game. Yeah, we got and we <laughs> had like thirty two uh, takeaways, something mm-hmm. like we was going ballistic. Mm-hmm. 
And then I think we played the Ravens, and that whole season just shifted. Our offense got worse. Edelman was Was playing. that the Sunday night football game, I think? It was, like, mm-hmm. foggy? Yeah. Yeah, and our whole thing just it shifted. Uh, Edelman was playing injured. No, my God, Running back that. was hurt. <laughs> I can't and even tell was, you, like, what was happening in that receiver room for y'all. Like, I mean, it was, like, basically the same for, like, every year, but – I feel like it was nobody producing. It like. was nobody. It was nobody. I, I don't think we've had a – we haven't had a Pro Bowl or All-Pro wide receiver to, like, I don't even know, 2013, 20, no, Man. not 2013, 2011, 2010. 20, I don't even know kind what of like year. like Brandon Lloyd year. And then you had – and then Gronk is in and out of the lineup with injuries. Mm-hmm. So, Brady was just – I don't know, man. That's why I, I, that's why he's always one of my favorite players of all time. Like You didn't hear nothing crazy from the media. He was wrong what he got. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't want to blame the kill Harry, but, you know, he, he went out there and did what he was supposed to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he would have left in 2019. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't put that all on him. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of draft decisions that can go with that. But, like, lately, I mean, I've been killing it in the draft. After the mm-hmm. kill Harry pick, I feel like everything's been like, on the rise. And I remember mm-hmm. I gave you a lot, like, yo, you really think y'all drafting good? And ever since they have been drafting great. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they well, heard me. I will say last year, our last year draft class, Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton got to elevate. Yeah, 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 for but sure. But that fifth from fifth round, I think Marcus Jones was in the fourth round. Jack Jones was in the third. Jack Jones is fighting criminal charges. I, I don't know if he's going to produce or not. But Marcus <laughs> Jones is like only <laughs> – Marcus Jones is like – and then the rest he of the like class. He's like the second best player on the team right yeah, now. Yeah, so – yeah, man. I think we, we've been drafting better. It just – I don't know. We gotta get more consistent offensively. It's especially hard in this league. No, it's you know, guys, guys can just play. They can play man coverage on us the whole game. We don't have a. Bigs, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like it's, it's different. Wilson. You can blitz. You can literally blitz six. Exactly. You can blitz six against an offensive line that's been struggling. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys still got Isaiah Win or not. Do you guys? Nah. Ooh. Okay, I didn't think so. I think he might be even Las Vegas. He, now. he, uh, he, he on the Dolphins. Oh, he on the Dolphins. He on the Dolphins. Good luck to the boys the over there, man. But. Steven, uh, go off that, the fact that, you know, how how y'all looking right now and how you guys looking three years ago. And I'll show you how, like, this, it's a night and day difference between, like, eras in football, and it's way shorter than we think. You can pack the last three years, like, of football. Three years ago, Russell Wilson was on the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. playing a playoff game against the Cowboys <laughs> mm-hmm. when Zeke was the best running back in football, and – they in the, they lost to the Cowboys and that turned that turned their whole franchise around. You go three years before that and they're the Legion of Boom. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You go three years before mm-hmm. that and it's Marshawn Lynch carrying the team. It's like three every three years. I feel like you got an error. So like now that those three years between Brady and that's actually gone and you finally recover from that. I feel like like a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people are doubting y'all in terms of. Because the way I look at it is that, like, I never had good receivers. So, never. Like, you know, you got you got the Randy Moss appearance. Uh, you got the Brandon Lloyd year. You got – I mean, even Julian Edelman had a good good couple years. Gronk had great years. But the odds of y'all having a great wide receiver, I feel like y'all just scared off of drafting wide receivers and after the kill Harry. So, I get that. But the Taekwon Th- – I'm high on Taekwon Thornton. The mm-hmm. Mario Douglas, I'm hearing great things about him. Um, Kendrick Bourne. He made out when he played, but yeah, he does he not play. Benched. I don't, yeah, I don't know benched. what he did, but he Something got Something happened in, in that training camp. Mm-hmm. He was just done. I think this is the best receiving core we've had, and it's sad to say that <laughs> since, since about three probably, years ago. <laughs> been a minute, man. Yeah, man it's it's crazy minute. to think about. So just to backpack off that, it's like, I think a lot of people are down. I don't think y'all have bad bad talent. I think y'all have um, more or less just a, just identity struggle more than anything. It's like figuring out the identity between three years, like, the three-year gap for everybody, just it's the same. Because three years ago for us, 
Baker Mayfield woke up da- feeling dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then three years before that, we were 0-17. So it was like, yeah. Or 0-16. So anything can happen in the NFL, obviously. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But to get into one of our bigger topics, and you uh, suggested this, so to ask you a question, I feel like this is about where we're heading with the whole uh, debate. Why aren't kids interested in cartoons anymore compared to a decade ago, even 20 years ago? Because us growing up, I mean, this this all it is. This is all mm-hmm. it is. This is all it is, realistically. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it's an electronic thing. So why even make cartoons? Why make animated shows? On Nickelodeon, Disney, um, CW, even when we were watching, why even make animated shows anymore? That's, and I and I and when I first brought that to the table, mm-hmm. I had a whole complete answer. Then what I'm gonna say now, I think really like, you can't even blame it on like, you can't blame it on anything. Like it's, it's really just how evolution is. You know, mm-hmm. ideas is going. You know, this generation is different. You know, the kids are molding to something different. Kids are growing up. They're playing. They're on TikTok, YouTube, mm-hmm. and stuff. They're not sitting up there on the cartoons, you know, every day. So yeah. people barely even, people don't even really watch cable like that. I, I barely know anybody that has cable. Yeah, I can't and name people, a person in the world that got cable. And even if they do got cable, I know they're not going to, to watch Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon with their kid. Yeah. With, because, like, we growing up, I mean, like, Spongebob was huge for us. Like, Spongebob mm-hmm. literally, like, shaped our, like, whole, like, humor. <laughs> and then, yep. like, I remember uh, seeing on HBO Max, like, Kids Next Door was on there. And that's like, Kids Next Door is on here. I can't even imagine how many people actually turn this on <laughs> at mm-hmm. any point like that was like a huge cartoon for us cartoon network had was flooded like literally the name cartoon network it's flooded, flooded with cartoons the odds of them actually like putting out probably a good show right now i wouldn't know, I wouldn't know. <laughs> and i don't know no kid that would know because nowadays we look at they, they have phones in their hands they're watching streamers they know youtubers they're watching mm-hmm. mr beast they're watching um i should say Ninja, maybe. I'm not sure what the kids are really like into now. I mean, mm-hmm. it used to be Fortnite, but I feel like it's more rotating towards like, you uh, know, Roblox. Grimace? I, don't know what <laughs> Grim- I don't know who Grimace is. Grimace, uh, uh, <laughs> all, types of, all types of people. But yeah, mainly it's they're all TikTok based, you know, like mm-hmm. they just, like people live off trends. They live off whatever is out there that's, I guess, uh, popular in terms yeah. of whatever their friends think. So you might like a cartoon, but now that you got a phone in your hand, now that you watch on the TV, like, how many times you sit on your phone, watch TV, and you like, yeah. I don't even know what happened in the last 15 minutes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, and I work and I work with kids. Mm-hmm. I All the kids talk about is TikToks and doing mm-hmm. dances and stuff like that. Like, they don't sit there and watch cartoons mm-hmm. no more. And it's like, and it's, it's crazy, but I mean, it's, it's how evolution works. And, yeah, the evolution. In another 10 years, it's, going, it's probably going to be even different than that. <laughs> Cartoon like, Network is going to be network. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a network for, I, I don't even know anymore. But yeah. I remember, like, I grew up. On like Total Drama Island is one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Mm-hmm. You know they mixed in they mixed in some comedy, they mixed in some some real stuff, cussing all that. Like and I could watch that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you know the jokes that you made back then you can't make now. So that is also true. <clears throat> I mean like like who's the also we also grow up on the Boondocks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say that the Boondocks <laughs> yeah. they had to cancel. They, you I can't think they, make they, anymore. they was gonna it's reboot over. it and they canceled it. Mm-hmm. They had to cancel the reboot. So because I mean, you know like like what's what's the point of making a watered down show? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the point of making a show mm-hmm. that's like completely lost identity? Because you know they have even remakes coming out from like they I know they had like the High School Musical like show. Yes. They got um got another I know they have the uh, That's a Raven like spinoff they got all type of like stuff and I, I mean it's cool whatever that's not like cartoon wise but it's a kids show um you learn obviously your lessons through it and I used to love watching you know like, it definitely has changed like you know cause obviously I watched my kids grow up my kids are mm-hmm. in their early 20s and 
it's definitely it was different. I mean, like you had, like you said, like I feel like you guys had SpongeBob all the time. But even before that, there was like Jimmy Neutron and That's all what those I'm saying, shows. Like, fairly out like you would bounce, that. like my kids and their friends would bounce between like Disney and Nickelodeon and Comedy mm-hmm. Network, just Total Drama Island. That was like appointment. They wanted to be home when that new episode dropped. Mm-hmm. And 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 I obviously I worked in TV and like in the high end of television. But like so I paid attention to that stuff and. Like you said it, people don't have cable anymore. I have cable because my wife still likes to flip to Channel 55 and mm-hmm. watch. Like, she still watches that traditional way. But your generation, people don't, they don't even really watch shows. Like, yeah, not don't. in the way that, like, my generation, even maybe you guys did a little bit. Like, you know, like, we would watch a show. It was on Thursdays at 9 o'clock. Now it's like, no, like, I'm not going to be home. I'm just going to, I'll just download the whole season later and I'll stream it in a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's just so different. And I do feel like there are still those little kid shows like Bluey and all that stuff the kids are watching now. Mm-hmm. But they're they're definitely you're right. You're def they're getting away from that just watching TV while they're playing with their Legos or whatever. They're mm-hmm. getting into their like you said their own content production with with phones and mm-hmm. you know or or they're just watching a lot of YouTubers and things like that. It probably I don't I don't know if I, I don't know if I would let my kids watch that much video on their phones if like mm-hmm. if when they were eight yeah i, don't I can imagine when did you get your first phone my first phone when did you get a phone that you could like Ooh, i think get, like seventh grade yeah. but i only, only could make calls like it was like no internet unless i was on wi-fi at home or right. something something along those lines and then um i had to pay for my own phone officially in like ninth tenth grade to like save up and like pay half so yeah, when did like, you get your phone i had a little flip phone with yeah. minutes yeah like that's what i had so great that's what my, my slide, kids had there too. I think up. they they got they got like flip phones. I think going to middle school because they had to call for a ride or if they had sports or whatever yeah. it was, so they could call after practice. But you know, we read and ride act like don't go on it. Like, and there wasn't really much to go on even back yeah. then. I feel like not right away anyway. But yeah. now, yeah, you're definitely right. Like, it's definitely now they're much younger and they got their own phone or an iPad or whatever that they're just on all the time. And and the reboots don't hit because you hit an audience that we've seen the show like mm-hmm. before, you know, so you make the reboot for the art for the wrong audience. Like, well, like the reboots are like for our generation. Yes, like they bring back like our Carly and then they're bringing back like Zoe 101 or whatever. Yeah, like, I guess exactly. your kids all growing up after getting pregnant. Remember that controversy? Dude, Remember she, she got, like, pregnant? <laughs> that, was was like, the, that was, like, the biggest thing. They, like, thing. just canceled the show. Mm-hmm. Like, they just canceled the yeah, show. Nowadays, they probably just, oh, she's pregnant. Who cares? Let her mm-hmm. keep it keep it going. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Like, it was just Yeah, they're making a storyline. <laughs> but, um, like, to even go back, like, I remember my favorite cartoon growing up was, like, Curse of Cowley Dog. I used to watch it all the time. Oh, good too. Scariest good. ever, but, like, I mean, just entertaining, I guess. Funny, um... A gibberish dog being scared of literally everything. I mean, I, some of the stuff he was seeing was, I, I mean, I seen like a picture, like, or like, or more like a meme, and like, I see why Curtis Guy dog is so scared. I'm seeing all type of figurines and, and monsters and stuff. I'm like, bro, this could not come on today because nobody would watch it. Like, mm-hmm. nobody would care nobody. about that. Like, and I remember, um, <clears throat> don't like, don't let it be a commercial on Cartoon Network because I'm just flipping back to Fairly Odd Parents. And after Fairly Odd Parents going commercial, I'm flipping back to, Curse Kylie Dog. Don't let Curse Kylie Dog come off because I'm flipping back to, like you said, uh, Jimmy Neutron. Yep. Don't let that go on commercial because I'm flipping back to Teen Titans, the OG version where I had, I remember I had the game for the um, for the computer 
And I'm like, I'm like in the Teen Titans. Like Robin was my guy. Like I could, mm-hmm. I couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine where I would have been without that game. Yeah, like Teen Titans, Young Justice, a lot of that stuff that was out. I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't watch it because you know, I. But then my son would be like, "You got to watch this because mm-hmm. we watch. We have a lot of similar takes." And that's essentially how our, our how our podcast got started because we would have these conversations mm-hmm. about stuff we were watching. Anyways, like, let's just do a podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that stuff, like Robin, like. Yeah, like that 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 stuff was just really good, and I really liked that stuff. I thought that stuff was really good. And then the anime, like I think anime has kind of replaced a lot of. Yes, people like like, they binge it so much that they don't even like. I have a friend like he uh like Avatar. Remember like when Avatar was on? That's all. Like it started. He said he started with Avatar. Like literally, he mm -hmm. started with. And that was. I mean, I I watch that now. Mm -hmm. Like I I I've rewatched that. Like Mm -hmm. I I love that show. I mean I you know even. Even all the Pokemon still don't believe it. I couldn't believe the Pokemon was still going. Like, like animated Pokemon series is still Yeah, going. it's crazy. Like, some of the stuff has uh, stood the test of times, but, like, the shows that, like, we grew up on, they're gone, and then they try, like you said, they try to reboot. Yeah, and it's for us. Way. And it's like, I Carly yeah. was for us. Zoe One is for us. And they try to make all these reboots with characters that we know and bringing in, like, younger and, uh, I guess, like, voice actors even for these new characters. And it's just... It doesn't hit, obviously. It don't hit. And then, like, growing up, these characters, like, they kind of, like, define who you are, like, growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I my, one of my favorite shows growing up, is, it was called uh, 16. And this dude named Jonesy, they would, they, would, they was all in the mall. They all was in the mall. Mm-hmm. And he would go get a new job every week. So that's how I thought, that's how I thought growing up was going to be. <laughs> so I was like, I got to be responsible. I can't get fired. He was getting fired every episode. I'm like, yo, I got to be responsible. <laughs> As, as responsible as I can, because he getting fired every week, you know, he getting trashed on all that. So that was like these characters, like was like a part of us growing mm-hmm. up. Nowadays, it's just scroll, and and I and I'm like a victim of it too. I scroll on TikTok, I'm yeah, like, okay, let me just, really. okay, and then I'm end up scrolling for 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's nothing. I mean, it's, it's evolution. Um, it's just it's just it's life, really. I mean. There's nothing we can do about it. Mm-hmm. You know, another 10 years, we're going to be having more discussions about it. Yeah. I think outside of outside of sports, honestly, any, nothing's safe. I mean, anime yeah. might not be cool in another 10 years. Like, we, we don't That's know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I feel like the fall off <laughs> for anime is coming because, not because of the product, not because of the quality, because of TikTok, because of YouTube, because they have situations where the ability to get uh, anime like download it on your phone and watch it on your phone excuse me is a lot harder than to just scroll on YouTube to, to I mean or TikTok or Instagram or whatever because you got to was was it uh what's the app called like what watch uh yeah they, they watch all anime on Crunchyroll Crunchy yeah Crunchyroll yeah. and like the availability of that is like is really limited to your device like you have to go on there and the odds of you going on there to watch a full episode compared to watching 10, 15 TikToks in a row, you're going to watch 10, 15 TikToks in a row every time, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, nobody said because you got that short attention span. So the fall of anime probably, probably will come in, like, 10 years because... I just like, think as long as, as there are still... People still want to hear, see good stories. Yeah. And I think every generation eventually finds that thing that they want to watch that as long as there's still good storytelling. Mm-hmm. If they continue to do some of the pushing some of the envelopes that they've done in anime and, and just regular movies and everything. I think there's always going to be a place. It's just going to be where you watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think the phones will, you know, they're getting better and, you know, like, obviously the quality and, and, and some of these websites, you know, are lunky. So I, I just think, like, everything will evolve. And, and mm-hmm. it'll be, 
it'll be something different. Like I, I think about like my, like you know how my parents watch TV and mm-hmm. you know like and you know they watching movies back in the day and everybody went to the movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Now like you know but ah movies are gonna go away. But you know we still got movie theaters, not like we did, but it's still yeah, like yeah. I think as long as you tell good stories, like who would have thought Barbie would have been so good? Like look how much mm-hmm. money friggin' Barbie's making because mm-hmm. it's not about a toy; it's just yeah. a really really good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it got like what's that top? It's in like it's gonna end up in the top ten. I, this, I think it's it's like fifteen right 10, now, yeah. and it's not done yet. So yeah. I mean, like again, come up with good stories, and people people yep. want to watch them. Yeah, especially with characters that people like grew up with, like say like. It, and as somebody was saying, like, is Barbie a kids movie? I'm like, probably not, but that's not for them. Like, it's for us because they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that has Barbies. Like, at what nine, ten years old, they have phones. They don't have Barbie dolls just laying around where you step on them. You're like, pick your toys up. I'm like, no. What is that even like Toy clean. Stories anymore? <laughs> Remember, like Toys R Us. There's like, yeah. there's not even really Toy Stories yeah, anymore. You gotta go to, like, all toys to Walmart. And odds you going to Walmart for a toy compared to you going to Walmart for groceries with your mom. The, the the test of time still stand like you ain't getting that toy if you're here for groceries. That's that's <laughs> why I, I used to hate. I used to love going grocery shopping until my until I got older. I'm like, you know what, my if I if I ain't gonna get no toy, I'm I need a reward for coming out. I know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but like home. when I was a kid, like a trip to the toy store it was like a spec like because there wasn't anything else in the store except toys i mean like and you weren't gonna get much you know <laughs> but like just to go and see what was so there just look you know what i'm saying just yeah. looking at being mm-hmm. that aisle like yeah. 20 minutes at a time like even the parents like they don't have the patience for that let alone like the the uh idea like all right i gotta buy my kid a toy like they the floor like i said floors are clean now you ain't stepping on no legos you stepping on no barbies i don't no wrestler arm or leg over here like no Floors are clean. You might see a charger on the floor. You ain't gonna see no toys on the floor. Yeah, no AirPods more. or something yeah. like that. You ain't gonna see no toys. like in the ad, the, the odds are making like good toys now. I feel like the toys are like bad even now. Like because when I was growing up, like wrestlers were like huge for me. Like I love wrestlers. Yep. I used to have like wrestlers all. I used to have like a whole bin full. And like I see them now, like bro, I wouldn't even touch that. Like no, I was like ten years old, they like they like moving all weird and stuff. I'm like, I don't, I, I wouldn't even touch that. When I was like ten years mm-hmm. old. I, I used to get all, I used to get the rings, all that. I used to be making my own leagues up and stuff. I got send cars, the WWE champion yeah. stuff. I <laughs> was going whole, crazy. Like, the, the, uh, where it had like the um the ring and then it had mm-hmm. the, uh, the side like the I guess like kind of like a steel cage almost, but not really. Yeah, I had I had, yeah, had like the entrance ramp. I used stuff. to love, and then like. I used to like that's that's really like window shopping crazy as a kid. You mm-hmm. just going through looking through the aisle like, oh, do I, do I got that wrestler? Mm-hmm. Oh my, can I get that one? You, yeah, like I know I got that one because I know those pants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have this. I don't have this one because this edge has blue pants. Then you got to explain. You got to explain to your parents like, ah, I need this one. You know, I don't got this one at home, but I got he that. He could be a good guy. He could be the bad guy. Like you don't have that no more. And that's like I, I feel that like it all correlates to the same thing. Like the test of times, is, they don't stand up all the time. Like. With cartoons, like, as good as they were. And, like, I remember, like, getting my hair cut, like, a month ago. And I was watching Boo Knocks. And we had to keep pausing. I'm like, yo, this stuff is so good. And we don't have that no more. Like, we got to keep going. I mean, I don't mind keep going back and watching the old stuff. I, I'm cool watching something old. But, but even, like, in man. a weird way, like, when I was, in, like, in college, high school, like, mm-hmm. all the movies were geared towards the kids in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you think back, like, you know, like, Pretty in Pink and Fast Times at Ridgemont High mm-hmm. and all those little movies that like your parents probably watched with me. We went to the movies. They were all geared for us. They were all about high school kids. 
in our life was go to the mall, go hang out in the mall. That was mm-hmm. our social media in a sense. We went and hung out at the mall, saw yeah. everybody there. And all the movies were about people going to the mall and going mm-hmm. to the record store and yep. doing what we did. Like, to, yeah. And then those movies just got, they were really, really popular from like early 80s to like maybe about 1990. And then they just don't make those anymore. Yeah. And, they, you know, like they just don't make that kind of films. Are gone. Like, so there are things that are geared toward teenagers, but now it's like all edgy, like euphoria. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, Oh God, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't want to watch that. Like, That's awesome. like somebody told me, that, you know, they're like, yo, you're watching euphoria. No. And I was like, I was like, it's too much sex. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? I don't watch this show because every fifteen minutes of sex, sex and like, drugs, like, and I don't like I don't that's too that. much. Like that's too much. Like I don't want to see that because like I was a high school teacher and stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. although I like sex education was hilarious because it was like that was a great throwback show to a lot of the shows that reminds me of like those eighties movies that and shows that mm-hmm. were on like that I liked. So, but it's it's all cyclical, and I've seen so many things come and go. Um, but here we are, all these years later, we still got Ninja Turtles and Pokemon. Yeah, like that's still the new, they got a new, super you got a, you got a, you got a new Ninja, Ninja Turtle movie. I was like, all right, <laughs> like it's still around. And yeah. kids you know. growing up, they don't even know who the Ninja Turtles is. They yep. don't know. They don't. They, that's they what I'm saying. It's not, it's not, that movie's not for them. It's, it's for not. us. <laughs> one, it's, it's sad, man. Like, and y'all brought up the teen culture movies, like. High School Musical was one of my favorite movies, I and that's, that's only that was top three grossing. If you had that, like, like, I could have made that. Top man, everybody three they made like what? I mean, they made like three of those. Yeah, they made like three of those. Plus, you had at the one, same two, time you had like <laughs> Wizards <laughs> at Waverly Place. That was a big Dude, thing. I was Selena Gomez movie. still a huge star, oh, right? Like everybody. I mean, I watched that show. My mm-hmm. my wife loved like uh, what was it Drake and Josh she loved that show we watched that show that show was as good as any sitcom that was on regular TV literally it was funny. Like it, we, my my mother, my, my wife loved to watch that show. Well, that was a show you could watch with your kids because they were younger and you could do it. So like, now I just feel like we're all we're all got our own phone. We all got our own stuff. We're all watching our own things, our own TV in our own room, playing. You know, my kids got two different TVs just to play video games, and they're like two floors apart. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like it's just funny. Like I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy how the world is just evolving every day. But that's really what it is. The evolution, like evolution on TV, is just—it's crazy. It's sad, but I mean, we do got to move on. But like I said, those teen culture movies—they used to hit every single time. Like the Wizard of Way Place movie, like I was invested way too much into that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I can learn magic. I can beat Justin. I'm better than him. I'm stronger than him. I'm faster than him. <laughs> I'm all these things, and I'm like, like high school musical. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be in theater when I get older. Bro, high school like, musical. Oh my god! Like, 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 I'm like, that's <laughs> I know what I'm, I can bro. act. I'm like, yo, I can be on that team. Now I'm looking back, and I'm like, bro, I really cook him. Like, he's <laughs> trash. Like, good. Like yo. he's trash. Voice of that spoon, he like, <laughs> like, come like, on. Trying to they, they, like, you know, and it's crazy because I'm like, how they dribble on beat like that? Because mm. they dribble. <laughs> on beat like slow, like real slow and there must like, have been a double man. dribble in there That's somewhere what I'm saying. Like, they, they double dribble, <laughs> traveling. Man, traveling I'm like yo man I miss those days man it's so sad how like fast that goes but I can like so I can go back and watch all that stuff now and mm-hmm. just have that same enjoyment and just like find certain things funny and, and I think that stuff will come back like mm-hmm. I don't know about I don't know about high school musical but I feel like a lot of that stuff like when you guys have parents and your kids be like five, six, seven, eight, and stuff like that, you'll start exposing. You'll start showing your kids that stuff, like mm-hmm. like I did with Star Wars. Yeah. Like I'll never forget that I was my wife. Like she didn't even know what she was doing. She got out like Star Wars four, VHS. I was out. I was out with my friends or work or whatever I was, and I came home and I look at my coffee table and here's the sleeve 
from episode four. And I'm like, what'd you do? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I showed them Star Wars. And I'm like, I think they were like three and five. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't even know what you just did. <laughs> oh, but and it was the next day, over. everything that was like a stick was a lightsaber and air running on pew, 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 pew. And like, she's like, what did I do? I'm like, you have just opened up a whole can of worms for the rest of their lives. And like, literally, like, my, my kids have been Star Wars fans since that day. Like, mm-hmm. literally, because, but again, it was cool because you, and then like, you know, then, then we could take them at that point that the, the prequels were coming out. So then they got into Anakin because my, my kids love episode three. Like, that's their yeah, favorite that's, movie that's of all time. That's favorite movies. And you then, know. you know, they drop seven, eight, and nine, and that's what people grow up and watch. And it's like, you know, you don't even know. Like, you had the Clone Wars was a cartoon show. I love that show. And then you got the prequels in the original trilogy. They don't even get to see. Like, they grew up on the Disney stuff. So, right. That's, it's, it's, it's crazy. All right. So, uh, Basically close the show, I guess you say. We go back to a little bit NFL. NFL returns tonight. Entertainment giant, man. I mean, like NFL. I mean, this game's probably gonna do what hundred million. <laughs> like realistically, yeah. it's gonna be doing Super Bowl numbers. People miss football. All these implications. I mean, you got sports betting. You got fancy football. You just got the love of football in general. Um, if you had to pick who's winning tonight, I guess you can give us a score. I think I got a number in my head. It's gonna look real unconventional. I guess you could say. Mm, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll stick with that. Let's go. I hope I'm spelling cheese right. I feel like that's the worst word to ever spell, like cheese, like off the top of your head. But if I had to go with one, one score, I got 33-31 cheese, and I do think that the lack of Chris Jones, I think the lack of Travis Kelce, even if he is playing this game, the odds of him playing at 100% or even 100% of the snaps are very, very low. And with that all being said, I mean, this still the Chiefs, still Patrick Mahomes. I'm not betting against him. I do believe that the Lions, the Lions coming out party. And I know a lot of people were like, kind of like shitting on the Lions, saying like, why didn't the opener? Why not? Yeah, they, they're a young team, and they, and they and just the they Detroit show. now. That's what I'm saying. Come on now, this is a it's a huge city, right? We're talking about that. It, the culture is sports. That's all they have, really, is their sports teams: the Pistons, the Lions, uh, um, the Tigers, and the Red Wings. The people are very, very loyal to these fan bases, as bad as they have been over the last few years. This is the first team actually breaking out for Detroit in a long time. Like, yep. Why not have them on the open? They especially didn't make the Chiefs, playoffs, right? They, I mean, they just... had the best end to the season that you could possibly have, especially mm-hmm. with a young team. Oh, they I know they're ready. Mm-hmm. I I got KC winning by three. Probably a game-winning field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to kind of start off slow. Um, I'm thinking think that, too. It's, it's going to pick mm-hmm. up about third, fourth quarter. Um, I think the Lions, Lions again. I, see, I'm one of those people, like, it's open at night. Like, we all just excited to see starters play, mm-hmm. football play. I'm not going to say it don't matter who the teams are, but, like, you know, people, oh, we're, we're Super Bowl rematch. I'm like, Oh, You're like not wasting Lions that week is... one. You're going to get ratings. That's what, It's all about ratings. Exactly. And, like, I remember they did, Um, it was, I think, it was the year y'all won against the Seahawks. It was the year after. I think it was, like, Patriots versus the Broncos, maybe. But the Broncos had Brock Osweiler starting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would they do this? Like, it's Brock Osweiler. I'm pretty sure it was Brock Osweiler. I'm like, they why, why not, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, like just, this is his first year, I think, starting full year, or whatever. And then you got. The I think no. Factors. I think that was the. I think that was the Chiefs. I think. I think. We might no. Yeah. Yeah. You're Chiefs. right. No. Because I think the Chiefs smoked us. And I it was think like, they why they playing us. the Chiefs? I'm like, 
Why not? Yeah, they smoked us, I think, that game. I'm like, but, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, giving publicity to different teams mm-hmm. is good. Like, yeah. Detroit had a good, they got a good culture going on right now. And you want to go with the, the biggest match. Like, so you're going to get 100, 100, like 100 million views on this game. You have 100, uh, 20 million eyes on it, obviously. And the people in the stands right now, they're going to sell out the stadium. They're going to sell, they're going to literally sell everything that they have in that stadium tonight. And mm-hmm. the biggest thing is, like, ratings is important. So, you, the Chiefs, I think they do play the Eagles at some point this year. Yeah, put that week 10. Yeah, when we that's, got, that's, we got, they all going to watch We got uh, 14s on a bye, and we got no really good uh, primetime options. We could flex them somehow. Or we mm-hmm. got Chiefs versus, I think they play, not the Chiefs, I'm sorry, the Bills play the Eagles, and they play them in, like, week seven. Like, why not have them in week one, like? Why? They're going to get eyes no matter what. Week seven when the season's starting to, you know, get the middle middle of the season, everybody in midseason form, yeah, that's what we want. That's yeah. what we really, really, really like want. Like that, that Bills that. and Chiefs last mm-hmm. year, that felt like almost a, a Super Bowl match. Yo, they like, were going hyping back and it. Bad. Going, I mean, it was, it was the biggest thing. It was the it biggest was, thing going on. Like, And mm-hmm. then you have even matchups where it was like Chiefs and Bengals. Well, we can't wait for that Chiefs and Bengals game. We can't wait. And the Bengals beat them, and they like, yeah, they got their number. And then yeah. they play them in the playoffs again, and it was like, Man, that last time they played, like, uh, I think I got the Bengals, I got the Chiefs. Now you're a little bit more 50 50 because it happened when they were midseason form. Mm-hmm. You can't go back to week one. Well, if the Chiefs and the Lions meet in the Super Bowl, you're going to go back to week one and be like, well, they beat them in the week one, so they beat them in the Yeah, it's a whole Bowl. different that, team. It's a whole different team, though. Now they, now, they didn't have to do that little week one matchup and throw us the Eagles week one. I think that's kind of crazy. I like that matchup. To celebrate Tom Brady, I feel bad, man. But, you know, it's. it's it's cool, I guess. Y'all beat them in the Super Bowl, so they getting their revenge for bro, real, no? Like tank, bro. Oh my God, they threw us the Eagles week one. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's crazy to think that like some of the way the schedule look works out because like week one, looking at it like off the back of my hand, like it's never really good games almost. And if it is a good game, it's gonna be on Sunday Night Football because that's when the most eyes are gonna be on because it's Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna be glued to their TV on Sunday night. Thursday night. This might be the only good Thursday night game there oh is. We know how Thursday night football Thursday is. Thursday night so, football last year was insane. Bro, it was very, Terrible. very bad. It was at a point where like people were like begging it to like, be like, flexed yo, to like a Saturday instead. Please. Yeah, so um that being said, man, got anything else to add? No, I don't, man. I don't. Um I ain't got nothing else to say. You know, go Patriots. I know I, I kinda dog y'all in this episode, <laughs> but you know, I still I love y'all, you know. Um yeah, that's all I got to say. Really, just <laughs> prayers for mm-hmm. prayers for the game. Uh, saying like uh, we got we got the Bengals week one, and that's my Super Bowl pick. Ironically, I actually had the Bengals in the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. uh, off to actually, who you got in the Super Bowl this year? Whew. It's like put you on the spot right now. Had hundred dollars a bet right now on one team winning the Super Bowl. Who'd you get? Who'd you pick? I think the Super Bowl matchup is going to be. It's bro. It's getting to the point. It's like I hate throwing the Bengals and Chiefs. I'm one of those people like, yo, maybe it's a new team this year, but it's them two every year. Mm-hmm. So if I had to pick between, it's like picking between Burrow and Mahomes at this point. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mahomes. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Chiefs and Niners. That's that's Chiefs what and Niners. That's what I'm gonna go with. I think a sleeper though. I think a sleeper. I think the Ravens gonna make the Super Bowl. Ravens make Super Bowl. My sleepers the Seahawks make the Super Bowl. I was going Ravens and Seahawks. Dude, I, Seahawks, I was say that. Seahawks schedule is very easy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a good chance that they they, they host the entire. Yeah, uh, I was gonna playoffs. say Ravens and Seahawks. That's 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 my sleeper right there mm-hmm. for um, the Super Bowl. But yeah, those those my two Super Bowl matches that I think. Obviously, you know, if I if it was up to me, you know, Patriots. 
Cardinals Super Bowl. <laughs> Make it as easy as possible. Let's go. Somehow everybody, every, every other team gets suspended for mm. something crazy. But uh, with that being said, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a Virtual Souls, uh, and we'll see you guys next week.